Chapter 23 of Exodus, reading in the Shocken Bible translation of Everett Fox, Monday of the fifth week of reading Exodus in 2016. You are not to take up an empty rumor. Do not put your hand in with a guilty person to become a witness for wrongdoing. You are not to go after many people to do evil. You are not to testify in a quarrel so as to turn aside toward many and thus turn away. Even a poor man you are not to respect as regards his quarrel. Now, when you encounter your enemy's ox or his donkey straying, return it, return it to him. And when you see the donkey of one who hates you, crouching under its burden, Restrain from abandoning it to him. Unbind, yes, unbind it together with him. You are not to turn aside the rights of your needy as regards his quarrel. From a false matter you are to keep far. And one clear and innocent do not kill. For I do not acquit a guilty person. A bribe you are not to take. For a bribe blinds the open-eyed and twists the words of the righteous. A sojourner you are not to oppress. You yourselves know well the feelings of the sojourner. For sojourners were you in the land of Egypt. For six years you are to sow your land and to gather in the produce. But in the seventh you are to let it go and let it be that the needy of your people may eat. And what they allow to remain, the wildlife of the field may eat. Do thus with your vineyard, with your olive grove. For six days you are to make your labor, but on the seventh you are to cease, in order that your ox and your donkey may rest, and the son of your handmaid and sojourner may pause for breath. In all that I say to you, take care. The name of other gods you are not to mention. It is not to be heard in your mouth. Three times you are to hold pilgrimage for me every year. The pilgrimage festival of matzah you are to keep. For seven days you are to eat matzah as I commanded you at the appointed time of the new moon of ripe grain. For in it you went out of Egypt, and no one is to be seen before my presence empty-handed. And the pilgrimage festival of the cutting, of the firstlings of your labor, of what you sow in the field, and the pilgrimage festival of the ingathering as the going out of the year, when you gather in your labor's harvest from the field, at three points in the year are all your males to be seen before the presence of the Lord Yahweh. You are not to slaughter my blood offering with anything fermented. The fat of my festive offering is not to remain overnight until morning. The choicest firstlings of your soil you are to bring to the house of Yahweh your God.
You are not to boil a kid in the milk of its mother. Here I am sending a messenger before you, to care for you on the way, to bring you to the place that I have prepared. Take you care in his presence, and hearken to this voice. Do not be rebellious against him, for he is not able to bear your transgressing, for my name is with him. So then hearken, hearken to his voice, and do all that I speak, and I will be an enemy to your enemies. I will be an adversary to your adversaries. When my messenger goes before you and brings you to the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, and the Canaanite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, and I cause them to perish. You are not to bow down to their gods. You are not to serve them. You are not to do according to what they do, but you are to tear, yes, tear them down. You are to smash, yes, smash their standing stones. You are to serve Yahweh your God, and he will give you give blessings to your food and your water. I will remove sickness from amongst you. There will be no miscarrier or barren one in your land. And the number of your days I will make full. My terror I will send on before you. I will panic all the peoples among whom you come. I will give all your enemies to you by the neck. I will send despair on before you, so that it drives out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite from before you. I will not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate, and the wildlife of the field become many against you. Little by little will I drive them out from before you, until you have borne fruit and possessed the land. And I will make your territory from the Sea of Reeds to the Sea of the Philistines, from the wilderness to the river. For I give into your hands the settled folk of that land, that you may drive them out from before you. You are not to cut with them or with their gods any covenant. They are not to stay in your land, lest they cause you to sin against me. Indeed, you would serve their gods. Indeed, that would be a snare to you. So ends the chapter. Chapter 24 of Exodus in the Shachan Bible and Everett Fox's translation, reading on Tuesday of the fifth week. Now to Moshe, he said, Go up to Yahweh, you and Aharon, Nadav, and Avahu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and bow down from afar. Moshe alone is to approach Yahweh, but they, they are not to approach. And as for the people, they too are not to go up with him. So Moshe came and recounted to the people all the words of Yahweh and all the regulations. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the works that Yahweh has spoken, we will do. 
And Moshe wrote down all the words of Yahweh. He started early in the morning and built a slaughter site beneath the mountain and twelve standing stones for the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he sent the serving lads of the children of Israel that they should offer up offerings up, slaughter, slaughtering offerings of shalom for Yahweh, bulls. Moshe took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he tossed against the slaughter site. Then he took the account of the covenant and read it into the ears of the people. They said, All that Yahweh has spoken, we will do, and we will hearken. Moshe took the blood, tossed it on the people, and said, Here is the blood of the covenant that Yahweh has cut with you by means of all these words. Then went up Moshe and Aharon, Nadav and Avihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and they saw the God of Israel. Beneath his feet, something like work of sapphire tiles, something like the substance of the heavens in purity. Yet against the pillars of the children of Israel, he did not send forth his hand. They beheld Godhead and ate and drank. Yahweh said to Moshe, Go up to me on the mountain and remain there, that I may give you tablets of stone, the instruction and the command that I have written down to instruct them. Moshe arose and Yehoshua, his attendant, and Moshe went up to the mountain of God. Now to the elders, he said, stay here for us until we return to you. Here, Aharon and Hur are with you. Whoever has a legal matter is to approach them. So Moshe went up the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of Yahweh took up dwelling on Mount Sinai. The cloud covered it for six days, and he called to Moshe on the seventh day from amidst the cloud. And the sight of the glory of Yahweh was like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. And the eyes of the children of Israel. Moshe came into the midst of the cloud when he went up the mountain. And Moshe was on the mountain for forty days and forty nights. Exodus chapter 25, reading from the Shock and Bible, Everett Fox's translation. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they may take me a raised contribution. From every man whose heart makes him willing, you are to take my contribution. And this is the contribution that you are to take from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue-violet, purple, and worm-scarlet yarn, Bissus and goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, tanned leather skins, acacia wood, oil for lighting, spices for oil of anointing and for fragrant smoking incense, 
onyx stones, stones for setting for the ephod and for the breastpiece. Let them make me a holy shrine, that I may dwell amidst them, according to all that I grant you to see, the building pattern of the dwelling and the building pattern of all its implements, thus are you to make it. They are to make a coffer of acacia wood, two cubits and a half in its length, a cubit and a half in its width, and a cubit and a half in its height. You are to overlay it with pure gold. Inside and outside you are to overlay it, and you are to make upon it a rim of gold all around. You are to cast for it four rings of gold, and are to put them on its four feet, with two rings on its one flank, and two rings on its second flank. You are to make poles of acacia wood, and to overlay them with gold. You are to bring the poles into the rings on the flanks of the coffer, to carry the coffer by means of them. In the rings of the coffer are the poles to remain. They are not to be removed from it. And you are to put in the coffer the testimony that I give you. You are to make a purgation cover of pure gold, two cubits and a half in its length, a cubit and a half in its width. You are to make two winged sphinxes of gold and hammered work. You are to make them at the ends of the purgation cover. Make one sphinx at the end here and one sphinx at the end there and from the purgation cover you are to make the two sphinxes at its two ends and the sphinxes are to be spreading their wings upward and their wings sheltering the purgation cover their faces each one toward the other toward the purgation cover are the sphinxes faces to be you are to put the purgation cover on the coffer above it and in the coffer you are to put the testimony that I gave you. I will appoint meeting with you there. I will speak with you from above the purgation cover and from between the sphinxes that are on the coffer of testimony. All that I command you concerning the children of Israel. You are to make a table of acacia wood two cubits in length, a cubit in its width, and a cubit and a half its height. You are to overlay it with pure gold. You are to make a rim of gold for it all around. You are to make for it a border, a handbreadth, all around. And thus you are to make a rim of gold for its border all around. You are to make for it four rings of gold and are to put the rings at the four edges where the four legs are. Parallel to the border are the rings to be, as holders for the poles to carry the table. You are to make the poles of acacia wood, and are to overlay them with gold, that the table may be carried by means of them. You are to make its plates and its ladles, its jars and its jugs from which the offerings are poured. 
of pure gold are you to make them. And you are to put on the table the bread of the presence before my presence regularly. You are to make a lampstand of pure gold, of hammered work is the lampstand to be made. Its shaft and its stem, its goblets, its knobs and its blossoms are to be from it. Six stems issue from its sides, three lampstands from each side. The three lampstands from the second side, three almond-shaped goblets on the one stems and knobs and blossoms, and three almond-shaped goblets on the other stem with knobs and blossoms. Thus, for the six stems that issue from the lampstand, and on the lampstand itself, four almond-shaped goblets with their knobs and their blossoms, a knob between beneath two stems from it, a knob between two stems from it, and a knob beneath two stems from it, for the six stems that issue from the lampstand. Their knobs and their stems are to be from it. All of it hammered work of pure gold. You are to make its lamps, seven of them. You are to draw up its lamp wicks so that they light up the space across from it. And its tongs and all its trays shall be of pure gold. From an ingot of pure gold they are to make it. Together with all these implements. So see and make according to their building pattern, which you are granted to see upon the mountain. So ends chapter 25. Chapter 26 of Exodus, reading in the Shokan Bible, Everett Fox's translation. Now the dwelling you are to make from ten tapestries of twisted byssus blue-violet, purple, and worm-scarlet yarn, with sphinxes of designer's making, you are to make it. The length of each tapestry shall be twenty-eight by the cubit, and the width four by the cubit. Of each one tapestry, one measure for all the tapestries, five of the tapestries are to be joined, each one to the other, and five tapestries joined, each one to the other. You are to make loops of blue-violet, and on the edge of one tapestry, at the edge of the one joint, thus you are to make at the edge of the end tapestry, at the second joint. Fifty loops are you to make on the first tapestry, and fifty loops are you to make at the end of the tapestry, that is, at the second joint. The loops opposite, each one from the other. You are to make fifty clasps of gold, and you are to join the tapestries, each one to the other, with the clasps, so that the dwelling place may be one piece. You are to make the tapestries of goat's hair for a tent over the dwelling. Eleven tapestries, you are to make them. The length of each one tapestry shall be thirty by the cubit, and the width four by the cubit. For each one tapestry, one measure for the eleven tapestries. You are to join five of the tapestries separately, 
and six of the tapestries separately. But you are to double over the sixth tapestry facing the tent. You are to make 50 loops at the edge of one tapestry, the end one at the joint, and 50 loops at the end of the second joining tapestry. You are to make clasps of bronze 50. You are to bring the clasps into the loops so that you join the tent together, that it may become one piece. And as for the extension that overlaps in the tapestries of the tent, half the overlapping tapestry you are to extend over the back of the dwelling. The cubit over here and the cubit over there of the overlap in the long part of the tapestries of the tent is to be extended over the sides of the tent, over here and over there, in order to cover it. You are to make a covering for the tent of rams, skins, dyed red, and a covering of tanned leather skins above it. You are to make boards for the dwelling of acacia wood standing upright, ten cubits, the length of a board, and a cubit and a half, the width of each one board, with two pegs for each one board parallel one to the other, thus you are to make for all the boards of the dwelling. And you are to make the boards for the dwelling, twenty as board work on the Nedjev border, southward, and forty sockets of silver you are to make beneath twenty of the boards, two sockets beneath each one board for its two pegs, and two sockets beneath each other board for its two pegs, and for the second flank of the dwelling on the northern border twenty is board work, with their forty sockets of silver, two sockets beneath each one board, and two sockets beneath each other board. And for the rear of the dwelling, toward the sea, you are to make six boards, and two boards you are to make for the corners of the dwelling at the rear, so that they may be of twin use, seen from the lower end, so together may be a whole piece at the top, toward the first ring, thus shall it be for the two of them, for the two corners shall they be. Then there are to be eight boards, with your sockets of silver, sixteen sockets, two sockets beneath each one board, and two sockets beneath each other board, you are to make running bars of acacia wood, five for the boards of dwellings one flank, five bars for the boards of the dwellings second flank, and five bars for the dwellings flank at the rear, toward the sea. And the middle bar shall be in the midst of the boards, running from end to end. Now the boards you are to overlay with gold. Their rings you are to make of gold as holders for the bars, and are to overlay the bars with gold. So erect the dwelling according to its plan, as you have been granted to see upon the mountain. You are to make a curtain of blue-violet, purple, warm scarlet, and twisted byssus. Of designers making, they are to make it with winged sphinxes. You are to put it on four columns of acacia, overlaid with gold, 
their hooks of gold upon four sockets of silver. And you are to put the curtain beneath the clasps. You are to bring there inside the curtain the coffer of testimony. The curtain shall separate for you the holy shrine of the holiest holy shrine. You are to put the purgation cover on the cover of testimony on the holiest holy shrine. You are to place the table outside the curtain and the lampstand opposite the table on the south flank of the dwelling. But the table you are to put on the north flank. You are to make a screen for the entrance of the tent of blue, violet, purple, worm, scarlet, and twisted byssus of embroiderers making. You are to screen five columns of acacia. You are to overlay them with gold, their hooks of gold, and are to cast for them five sockets of bronze. So ends the long chapter 26. Chapter 27 of Exodus, on Friday of the fifth week, reading from the Shocken Bible of translation by Everett Fox. You are to make the slaughter site of acacia wood, five cubits in length, five cubits in width, square as the slaughter site to be, and three cubits its height. You are to make its horns on its four points. From it are its horns to be, and you are to overlay it with bronze. You are to make it pails for removing its ashes, its scrapers, its bowls, its flesh hooks, its pans, all of its implements you are to make of bronze. You are to make for it a lattice, as a netting of bronze is made, and are to make on the netting four rings of bronze on its four ends. You are to put it beneath the ledge of the slaughter site below so that the netting reaches to the halfway point of the slaughter site. You are to make poles for the slaughter site, poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with bronze. Its poles are to be brought through the rings, so that the poles are on the two flanks of the slaughter site when they carry it. Hollow of planks you are to make it, as he has granted you to see it on the mountain. Thus are they to make it. You are to make the courtyard of the dwelling on the Nedgev border, southward. Hangings for the courtyard of twisted byssus, a hundred by the cubit, the length on one border, with its columns twenty, their sockets twenty of bronze, the hooks of the columns and their binders of silver, and thus on the northern border lengthwise hangings a hundred cubits in length, with its columns twenty, their sockets twenty of bronze, the hooks of the columns and their binders of silver, and along the width of the courtyard on the sea border hangings of fifty cubits, with its columns, ten, their sockets, ten, and along the width of the courtyard on the eastern border, toward sunrise, 
50 cubits, namely 15 cubits of hangings from the shoulder piece, their columns 3, their sockets 3, and for the second shoulder piece 15 cubits of hangings, their columns 3, their sockets 3, and for the gates of the courtyard a screen of 20 cubits of blue violet, purple, worm scarlet, and twisted hisses of the embroiders making their columns four, their sockets four. All the columns of the courtyard all around are attached with silver, their hooks of silver, their sockets of bronze. The length of the courtyard a hundred by the cubit, the width fifty by fifty, the height five cubits of twisted byssus, their sockets of bronze. All the implements of the dwelling are for its service of construction and all its pins and all the pins of the courtyard bronze. Now you command the children of Israel that they may fetch you oil of olives clear beaten for the light to draw up a lamp wick regularly in the tent of appointment outside the curtain that is over the testimony Aharon and his sons are to arrange it from sunset until daybreak before the presence of Yahweh, a law for the ages throughout your generations on the part of the children of Israel. So ends chapter 27. Chapter 28 of Exodus, reading from the Shokan Bible, Everett Fox translation on Saturday, the fifth week. Now you have come near you, Aharon, your brothers, and his sons with him, from amidst the children of Israel, to be priests for me. Aharon, Nadav, Avahu, Eleazar, and Itamar, the sons of Aharon. You are to make garments of holiness for Aharon, your brother, for glory and for splendor. So you, speak to each who is wise of mind, whom I have filled with the spirit of practical wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments, to hallow him, to be priest for me. And these are the garments they are to make, breastpiece and ephod and tunic, braided coat, wound turban and sash. So they are to make garments of holiness for Aharon, your brother, and for his sons to be priests for me. And they, they are to take gold, blue violet, purple, worm scarlet, and byssus. They are to make the ephod of gold, of blue violet, and of purple, of worm scarlet, and of twisted byssus, of designer's making, Two shoulder pieces joined, it is to have at its two ends, and it is to be joined. The designed band of its ephod, which is on it, according to its making, is to be from it, of gold, of blue violet, of purple, of worm scarlet, and of twisted byssus. You are to take two onyx stones, 
and are to engrave on them the names of the children of Israel, six of their names on one stone, and the names of the six remaining ones on the second stone, corresponding to their begettings, of stone-cutters making, with seal engravings. You are to engrave the two stones with the names of the children of Israel, surrounded by braids of gold. You are to make them. You are to place the two stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as stones of remembrance for the children of Israel. Aharon is to bear their names before the presence of Yahweh on his two shoulders for remembrance. You are to make braids of gold and two chains of pure gold, like lacings you are to make them, of rope making, and are to put the rope chains on the braids. You are to make the breastpiece of judgment, of designer's making, like the making of the ephod you are to make it, of gold, of blue violet, of purple, of warm scarlet, and of twisted byssus are you to make it. Square it is to be, doubled over, a span its length and a span its width. You are to set it full with a setting of stones, four rows of stones, a row of carnelian, topaz, and sparkling emerald, the first row, the second row, ruby, sapphire, and hired onyx, the third row, jacinth, agate, and amethyst, the fourth row, Beryl, onyx, and jasper. Braided with gold are they to be in their settings, and the stones are to be with the names of the children of Israel, twelve with their names. With signet engravings, each one with its name, are they to be for the twelve tribes. You are to make on the breastpiece laced chains of rope making of pure gold, and you are to make on the breastpiece two rings of gold, and you are to put the two rings on the two ends of the breastpiece, and you are to put the two ropes of gold on the two rings at the end of the breastpiece, and the two ends of the two ropes you are to put on the two braids, when, and you are to put them on the shoulder piece of the ephod, facing frontward. You are to make two rings of gold, and are to place them on the two ends of the breastpiece on its edge, which is across from the ephod, inward. And you are to make two rings of gold, and are to put them on the two shoulder pieces of the ephod, below, facing frontward, parallel to its joint, above the design band of the ephod. They are to tie the breastpiece from its rings to the rings of the ephod, with a thread of blue violet to be fixed on the design band of the ephod. The breastpiece is not to slip from the ephod. So Aharon is to bear the names of the children of Israel on the breastpiece of judgment over his heart whenever he comes into the holy shrine for remembrance before the presence of Yahweh regularly. And you are to put in the breastpiece of judgment the Urim and Tumim, that they may be over Aharon's heart whenever he comes before the presence of Yahweh, 
So Aharon is to bear the breastpiece of judgment for the children of Israel over his heart before the presence of Yahweh regularly. You are to make the tunic for the ephod, all of blue violet. Its head opening is to be in its middle. There shall be a seam for its opening all around of weaver's making. Like the opening for armor it is to be for him, it is not to be split. You are to make on its skirts pomegranates of blue violet, purple, and worm scarlet. On its skirts all around, and bells of gold amidst them all around, Bell of gold and pomegranate, bell of gold and pomegranate, on the skirts of the tunic all around. It is to be put on Aharon for attending, that its sound may be heard whenever he comes into the holy shrine before the presence of Yahweh, and whenever he goes out, so that he does not die. You are to make a plate of pure gold and are to engrave on it signet engravings holiness for Yahweh you are to place it on a thread of blue violet that it may be on the turban on the forefront of the turban it is to be it is to be on Aharon's brow so Aharon is to bear the iniquity of the holy offerings that the children of Israel offer as holy all their gifts of holiness it is to be on his brow regularly for receiving favor for them before the presence of Yahweh. You are to braid the coat with byssus. You are to make a turban of byssus, and a sash you are to make of embroiderer's making. And for the sons of Aharon, you are to make coats. You are to make them sashes, and caps you are to make for them for glory and for splendor. You are to clothe in them Aharon your brother, and his sons with him. You are to anoint them. You are to give mandate to them. And you are to hallow them, that they may be priests for me. You are to make them breeches of linen to cover the flesh of nakedness. From the hips to the thighs they are to extend. They are to be on Aharon and his sons whenever they come into the tent of appointment or whenever they approach the slaughter site to attend to the holy shrine, that they do not bear iniquity and die. A law for the ages, for him and for his seed after him. So ends to week, the chapter. Next week, the ordination of those priests. Week 5. Law and Order to HGTV. We're changing the channel part of the way through. There's a couple more chapters in the Book of the Covenant. We're focused in these last couple of chapters on procedural justice, not the substantive laws, apodictic or casuistic, but how you implement, what's fair. So Monday, Exodus 23, fair dinkum, an Australian term for what's fair. Start the week with the end of the Book of Covenant. Put them in context, though, of three annual 
ingathering festivals, the rituals that shape our sense of who we are and whose we are, of our common identity. The substantive rules don't work without procedural justice in the implementation or without a polity with its own rituals. Tuesday. Marks the culmination of this recitation of the Book of the Covenant. We're reminded again of the dramatic setting from the outset, from way back at Sinai, Moses, the people at the mountain making covenant. Moses, Aaron, and the 70 elders sacrificing bulls on a smoking altar, the ultimate barbecue, splashing the blood of the covenant, sacrificial commitment to a common wealth. This is strange stuff for us liberal Protestant moderns. Gets weirder when Moses goes up into the cloud, leaving Aaron and the 70 elders in charge. They leave from a footing like semi-precious gemstone, and he ends up 40 days and 40 nights in the divine presence. Now, you can change channels from that whole bum law and order procedural justice type convention change channels you're you're on HDTV now for the rest of the week I call it hope chest on Exodus 25 collecting the stuff you're gonna need to make a tent and a table and furnishings and priestly gardens garments rather you're you're gonna need fabrics and jewels and precious and semi-precious metals to make a thing and places of, and costumes of beauty. Now can you imagine refugees in the wilderness 1200 BCE making such opulent and hard to transport artifacts? It makes more sense in the perspective of Solomon's temple 900 to 600 BCE or second temple 500 to BCE to or Jesus time. Design tips. We collect a lot of materials for the project, eh? We're going to need to weave fabrics for tapestries of blue, purple, and red. Hard thing to get dyes in those days. Frames of hardwood panels and bars and hardware of precious and semi-precious metals in the transition from Bronze Age to Iron Age, this was new technology in a time of migration. And in the times of the temples, it was the development and the celebration of the Iron Age, one wave after another for centuries. Mood lighting, I'll call Exodus 27. The focus is on the altar and the lamps where the sacrificial offerings are to be made, burnt offerings, but framed and surrounded by courtyards, inner and outer, so that you know you're approaching the holy as you get closer. What's burning? What do you smell? What do you see in this vision? Finally, the end of the week, fashionistas 
Because if the stage is set and the curtains are hung, we're going to need costumes for the players, the ephods, the breastplate, the turban, for Aaron and the priesthood. That's some ancient stuff here, including the urim and the thumin, the oracular objects. Can you visualize a priest all rigged up like this? You got the internet. Go on. Look some up.